Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name is Lloyd Ross. This episode is titled Decision Fatigue. Decision Fatigue, okay? I think it's a really important topic to talk about when it comes to money, success, happiness, and getting rich, okay? So um, you you, you avoid this to get rich, and then when you get rich, you also avoid this. This is my personal experience. I've learned this watching other people who are wealthy. I've watched this watching my dad. I've watched this watching people who are poor or broke. It is a really important topic to discuss. So what do I mean by decision fatigue? So decision fatigue is where you, you every time you have to make a decision, it takes energy and you only have so much energy uh, per day, right? Really, you only have so much really amount of energy per day. Okay. You're not unlimited. You're like a battery. Over time of the day, you have less energy, less energy, less energy. That's just how it is. So what happens in decision fatigue is that if you have, if you're fatigued, it's probably because you have to make so many decisions in the day. Okay. Because it, remember every decision takes energy. So why would you want to maximize your decision-making? Wouldn't you want to minimize your decision-making so you have more energy? And wouldn't you want to make bigger decisions to get rid of smaller decisions? And it's this like uh, saying that instead of hunting mice, hunt antelope. So rather than making lots of small decisions, what's the one big decision I can make that's an antelope? Like how do I hunt antelope instead of hunting mice? So that also helps. But really decision fatigue is where you've positioned yourself with too many things, too much stuff, too many ideas and projects at once, too many things going on in your life that you're suffering from decision fatigue and it's tiring you out. Your brain is the is the one thing that takes the most energy in your body. Functioning a supercomputer in your head takes a tremendous amount of energy. That's why 30% of your heat disappears out of the top of your head because of the actual activity in your brain is creating the most heat because it's it's the most active part of your body. Okay? You think about what the brain's got to do. It's got to do a lot of stuff. Subconsciously, then consciously. So if you're loading the brain up consciously with all these conscious decisions you've got to make, of course, it's going to get worn out. And that's probably why you're also tired and overwhelmed every single day. So you want to avoid decision fatigue. So how do you do that? You actually avoid having to make too many decisions by actually getting rid of stuff out of your life. So let me give you some examples. So for me personally, I I typically get up and I put on very similar clothes each day. You'll, you'll notice I, I wear blue t-shirt, white polo shorts that I have, and my Ugg boots because I work from home. And and I, I get to work, but that's it. Like I don't, I don't, I try not to fatigue myself with what am I going to wear today? Okay. I also go out in the morning and I have the same smoothie for breakfast. I have the same morning routine. I, 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 I have an energy shot. I go to the gym, the same gym, the same time, the same place. And I go to this gym and all the workouts done for me. I don't have to think about my weights. I don't have to think about the class. It's all done for me. So I actually limit my decision fatigue even at the gym. That's why I go to the I go to BFT, right? Body fit training, because it is just done for you. 
and it's only like what 60 bucks a week so cheap so it's cheaper than pt and i don't have to get decision fatigue i come home i make my smoothie got a whole foods smoothie that i make uh, with a company called isogenic i've been using those products for nine years i come back i mix up my smoothie it's the same flavor even i love this particular chocolate flavor i have that i go in and i get to work so in the morning I'm not worn out because I actually haven't really made any decisions. Of course, then I get showered and changed and get into my blue t-shirt and shorts, right? So <laughs> I don't do that first, I go to the gym. So my morning routine is very much the same, okay? And when I get back, I'm ready to make bigger, bolder, more important decisions because I haven't worn myself out in the morning having to make all these decisions. It's just done for me. It's just on automation, right? And so I really do limit how many decisions I have to make with the least important stuff like what I'm wearing, where I go to work out, um, what I eat. These are all not big decisions. Like eat really well, but once you know how to eat well, the secret to it is actually not having a variety. (laughs) I don't have a variety of clothes. I don't have a variety of gyms. I don't have a variety of partners. I don't have a variety of food. I, I, I don't even have a variety of assets. Like I stick with shares and I don't, I mean, realistically, I could probably go and buy three or four properties tomorrow, really, truly. But I don't because if I did that, I would increase, I'd have like three or four insurance policies to pay, three or four rates notices to pay. I'd have to have three or four tenants. I'd have to have three three different decisions for three different business centers because effectively a property investment is like a business. Um, so that would increase the burden of decision-making for me. The beauty about my shares is when I make a big decision, I'll hopefully be making that decision for 10 or 20 years. Um, you know, I've held positions in stocks for you know, uh, up to six years at a time. I mean, I don't make many big decisions when it comes to shares. I make a good decision, deploy the capital, and then let it sit there. That's the beauty of investing in shares. And I don't need to manage it. I don't need to have a property. I don't need to do any administration. There's no paperwork. It's so simple. So I don't fatigue myself in my investments. Um, we have one car, right? We have one good car. We're like, let's buy a good car. Let's buy it. Well, let's time it. Let's, let's, you know, I've done a reel on this before on my Instagram and we have one car. That's good. It serves all purposes. We didn't get a sports car, then another car. We don't have a jet ski and then a boat. I mean, whenever you get another boat and another jet ski, I've had jet skis, had, you know, I've been around, I live on the Gold Coast, um, grew up around the canals. And what I saw was anyone who owns jet skis and boats and two cars and this and that, it's the insurance, it's the registration, it's the, it's the rigmarole of management, it's the maintenance, it's the guilt of not using it. It's, it's just a bit of a nightmare. And so I decided a long time ago to have a simple life where I could simplify the things I owned so I don't own much stuff. I even got rid of my Harley Davidson. I bought a Harley Davidson with the first bonus check I got. Um, I grew up racing motorbikes and, and, and around motorbikes. I love motorbikes. And um, I've always had them. And I bought this Harley Davidson with the first bonus check I got when I was 24, when I was working in Dubai. And I got this, uh, got this bike. I, I repatriated it back to Australia. And then I ended up selling it because it was just taking up room and time and registration and insurance. So that's why I even limit that. And I just get so much more joy out of having having free freedom in my decision-making and, and not deep being cluttered that it actually allows me to make bigger, bolder decisions in business. So when it comes to our business too, we're systemized in our businesses so I don't have to make lots of little decisions every single day. 
I make big decisions with team building and managing teams and leading teams and collaborating with specialists that I don't have to then make small decisions. Okay. So the whole idea is to get out of decision-making mode, replace yourself with someone, replace yourself with a system uh, and deploy your capital so you don't have to worry and make decisions all the time. So I guess I limit my administration. If there's something I have to admin, I'm not touching it. I'll give you a quick example, okay? Uh, on the weekend, we went and played skirmish with a friend of mine. He turned 30, and um, he it was like 20, 30 people, surprise birthday skirmish. We go out there, and we p- back up the car in the skirmish place. He arrives in a helicopter, okay? And I'm like, this is cool. Little did I know that the helicopter would blow the sign off the top of the skirmish place, and the sign would fall on our car. And I was like, what are the odds that a helicopter would blow the sign off a car onto our car? But hey, that's life, the vicissitudes. I'm like, ah. So rather than, here's my choices. I could have got, it wasn't, it was scratched, but it was, it looked maybe salvageable. So I took it to the car wash and I said, hey, can you polish this for a hundred bucks? Cut and polish. When you cut and polish a car, it cuts the paint off it. He said, yeah, I'll do it for a hundred bucks. I'm like, perfect. Here's a hundred bucks, done. Came out, it was like 99% good. I was like, perfect. And then I didn't, someone goes, why don't you go and claim it on insurance? And why don't you don't do this? And why don't you don't do that? I was like, do you know the amount of time it would take me to talk to the insurance company, talk to the helicopter company, talk to the manager, get the emails back, blah, 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 for a hundred bucks. I was like, you're kidding me. There's no way I'm going to be doing that. So I avoid administration at all costs. I don't want to buy things or take on things that increase my administration, increase my paperwork, increase my decision-making. I don't want to do that. I'm all about reducing my decision-making on a daily basis. So here's my advice to you. If you're in a position where you own lots of stuff, you have a variety of different assets even, you have a variety of different clothes, you're, you're just like consumed by all the things that you've got to decide on every day, that's probably why you're worn out and tired at the end of the day. I don't have time to waste energy hunting mice, so I would encourage you to do what I do and try and hunt some antelope, okay? It's easier to 10x than 2x. Like, you just got to change your approach and your paradigm on this. Start getting rid of stuff. Start getting rid of even toxic relationships where you've got to continually make decisions and investments and you're not getting anything back from it. It goes without saying for everything, okay? Decision fatigue is real. Start to minimize it and just write down all the things that you own or do and start to think about how can I simplify this? How can I do repeatable tasks where it doesn't take any decision-making from me at all? And if you approach there, you'll know where I live. This is where I live. This is why I do what I do. And I, I, my life is simple. I just, I, the people I've seen, I had a buddy of mine the other day, we're chatting away. He's like, do you know how much stuff I own? I've got to do this and this and this. No, he's coming to money new, newly. He's new to money. And I'm like, that doesn't surprise me that you're going through that. Because as you get richer, you accumulate things and those things require administration and decision-making. And that's why he's like, getting rich is hard. I'm like, we all joked about it. Like, hey, I'm rich. It's really hard, but it's true. You've got to be very careful of this. Okay. The wealthiest people are wealthy because they can control their time. You're not wealthy just because you have stuff. Okay? That's not wealth. That's, you know, you have money, but so what, right? Sometimes people, sometimes people are so poor, all they have is money. I don't want to be that person. I'm not about just accumulating money. I'm positioning capital and positioning businesses and positioning myself in my life where I can have more freedom of mind, freedom of 
time, things like that. That's just how I am. You may be different. You want to go accumulate stuff, go for it, be my guest. But I have these memories of my dad, you know, came into lots of money multiple times in his life, like, and he's a super successful guy. But I remember watching him at his desk and he was just doing like jet ski registration, boat registration, four car registration, this, that, office. But it's just a nightmare. I was like, oh my God, that just seems so not me. So I hope this episode has been valuable for you. If you have enjoyed it, please share this episode with a friend because I think a lot of people suffer from decision fatigue and start living more simply. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is worth, I think it's like 60, 70, 80 billion dollars. He wears the same clothes every day. Elon Musk sold his houses, lives in a caravan on site. He doesn't own stuff. These are the richest people in the world. You have to start learning from them. They've got bigger fish to fry, and so do you. So there you go. Hope that's been valuable. Please share this episode. Leave us a five-star review if you're getting value from this podcast. Thanks to those who share this on their stories on Instagram. Please tag me. I'll reshare it to my feed. And um, hey, thanks for listening. Jump into our Telegram channel, lloydstelegram.com free money tips each day and audio um, snippets in there. Uh, And thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next, I'll talk to you in the next episode of Money Grows on Trees podcast. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 